It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hello. No, 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 you didn't say hello back, so I'm, I'm just waiting. Hello. Uh, that's better. All right, then, here we are then for the week of August 21st until August 25th. What happened on a week like this one in music history? Well, this week, Bono tied the knot with his Ali. You know, she's not that hard to live with. <laughs> we said goodbye to Charlie Watts, the Rolling Stones drummer, back in 2021. It's called self-indulgence. And just what did Jimmy build in 1970? Through a discreet doorway in Greenwich Village, you slip into what seems like a psychedelic spaceship. Let's time travel through a week in less than 10 minutes. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. The All Saints Church in Rohini. With U2 bassist Adam Clayton as best man, Bono marries Alison Stewart, his girlfriend from 1975. It all happened this week in 1982. Years married to a rock star, that's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just about to say, yeah. I really thought so too. But you know, she's not that hard to live with. <laughs> In 2005, the inventor of the synthesizer, a man so important to music and music production, he died at the age of 71. Now, how do you say his name? Robert Moog? Robert Moog? Well, how does he say his name? I just happen to like the sound of Moog better than Moog. Part of my family pronounces it one way and part pronounces it the other way. So my wife at the time and I, uh, back when we were first married, decided uh, to go for the Moog pronunciation. In 1956 this week, Elvis Presley was being introduced as a new movie star. In his first movie, Love Me Tender, by God, in the 50s, did they do movie trailers or what? Out of the great Southwest comes the sensational adventure of the notorious Reno Brothers and the girl they fought over, starring Richard Egan as Vance Reno who came back from the wars to claim his bride. Deborah Paget as Kathy, who loved one Reno brother, but married another. And introducing Elvis Presley as Clint Reno, who loved his brother, but also loved his brother's girl. In 1967 this week, during a very wild party celebrating his birthday, Keith Moon drove a car into a hotel swimming pool. Now, Keith couldn't drive, which might explain something, and the fact as well that he was very, very out of it. Roger Daltrey takes up what living with Keith Moon was like. He could be the most sensitive, the most arrogant, the most gentle, the most aggressive. It was like walking through a minefield with him, uh, blindfolded with a pair of hobnail boots at all times because she never knew when he was going to go off. I remember him getting a hand grenade. It looked like a hand grenade, but it was a lighter. He got it like that and went and rolled it down the aisle of the plane. I mean, can you imagine the people that looked as a hand grenade? He drove the roller into the swimming pool. I think he's a Lincoln Continental, actually. A bit like televisions out the window, that became a sort of very much part of drumming law. 
This Week in Music History, the podcast. Johnny Cash in 1969 started a four-week number one on the US album chart with Johnny Cash at San Quentin. Any of the guards are still speaking to me. Could I have a glass of water? San Quentin, you've been living hell to me. When you were once an inmate in a prison, why would you go back to one voluntarily? No, mind you, he had been there, done that, and he knew how important a music gig would be to the uh, other inmates. 1975, Queen were working on Bohemian Rhapsody in Wales. 180 overdubs to get it the way Freddie wanted it. Here's Brian May. There's a little echo on that in the mix to make it sort of ethereal. The little shiver thing. <laughs> and then at the end of this, this is where the song starts to grow and face the truth, is where the guitars come in. It's growing in dramatic intensity. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This week in music history, Podcast. In 1981, Mark Chapman was given a 20-year jail sentence for the murder of John Lennon. You'll recall that Chapman shot John Lennon five times, close range, on December 8th of 1980 in front of the Dakota Building in New York. So from the television in 1980... John Lennon and his wife Yoko Ono, I'm told we're returning from a recording session or somewhere else in a limousine, got out of the limousine to their apartment at the Dakota where they were shot by a man who has been described, as you have said, by the police as deranged or a kook or something like that. According to Dr. Stephen Lynn, who's the director of emergency room services here, he just gave us a briefing. He said that Lennon was brought here this evening shortly before 11 p.m. He was dead on arrival. We lost good old Charlie Watts. The drummer of the Rolling Stones at age 80 in 2021 this week. Difficult old man to interview by the sounds of things. Talk about your other career. Uh, apart from the Rolling Stones, you run the Charlie Watts big band oh, or orchestra. Same. What do we call it? Tell us about it. What? Tell us about the Charlie Watts big band. That's, that's what it is. And is it, it? It's a really large band, isn't it? It brings yeah, together it's enormous. It's called Self Indulgence. Does it take a great deal of adjusting when you come to play with the Rolling Stones no, after it's doing the something like that? Same thing, really. Well, really? Yeah. You have to play the drums, isn't it? As well as you can. How long can you see the Rolling Stones keep them going for? As long as someone wheels you out, eh? This week in 1970, a party was held to celebrate the official opening of Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. Artists who went on to record in the studio included Guns N' Roses, ACDC, David Bowie, John Lennon, we just mentioned him. Have you ever been to Electric Ladyland? Electric Lady is the house that Hendrix built. Through a discreet doorway in Greenwich Village, you slip into what seems like a psychedelic spaceship, a musician's Shangri-La. It was this week in 1975 that Bruce Springsteen gave the world his Born to Run album. This is an old radio ad from back in the day. This is the year the world discovers Bruce Springsteen. Listen. Springsteen has been an underground cult figure, a legend, a dreamer, a prisoner of rock and roll. Bruce 
Bruce Springsteen's new album is on sale at all Gimbal stores for only $3.99 and 8-track tape is only $4.99. Finally, in 2005, it's all water under the bridge now, it would seem, but Duff and Slash of Guns N' Roses were suing singer Axl Rose for naming himself sole administrator of the Guns N' Roses copyrights. Slash, remembering that feud. I think uh, the last word, you know, basically it was just that I, you know, I'm done. I think that was... Who said that? I did. I'm done. Yeah, and and it really, it wasn't even me necessarily leaving the band. Um, It was not continuing on with the new band that Axel put together that he was now at the helm of, which was the new Guns N' Roses, and I was, you know, given a contract to basically join his new band and that is a look at this week in music history from august 21st until 25th we go through a whole week in less than 10 minutes that's time travel baby and don't you say it's not my name is marty miller thanks a lot for checking out the podcast we'll do another one same time same place next week and you can find out more daily on radio nova ireland this week in music history a week in less than 10 minutes